Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Marshalls wants answers. I'm Cheyenne Karen. One person is in custody after fentanyl pills are found during a traffic stop. I'm Liz Anderson. A political shift that could lead Congress to reverse D.C.'s new penalties for violent crimes. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Eric Rubin in New York. At least 10 people have died from a line of powerful storms in the south. Randall Cam surveyed the damage in Indiana and Kentucky. The storms rumbling through and flooding roads in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Outside the YMCA, a storm drain plugged with rocks, causing the road to flood, leaving this vehicle half submerged. In Louisville, part of this gas station blown down. In PRP, Jimbo Kaiser got lucky. A tree uprooted by strong winds just missing his home. We come out here and I said, oh goodness, I said, I'm glad nobody's hurt or no cars were around and parked there. And the system is now moving northeast, where a mix of snow, sleet, and rain is in the forecast. President Biden had skin cancer removed during his physical last month. We get more from White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. The president's doctor describes the lesion as small and says it was removed from Mr. Biden's chest during his physical last month at the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. The biopsy confirms it was cancerous, a basal cell carcinoma. First Lady Jill Biden had similar lesions removed in January. White House physician Dr. Kevin O'Connor notes such cancers do not typically spread, and he says the president requires no further treatment. It's unclear why the disclosure in Mr. Biden's case took more than two weeks. Actor Tom Sizemore has died. Here he is in Saving Private Ryan. Someday we might look back on this and decide that Saving Private Ryan was the one decent thing we were able to pull out of this whole god-awful mess. His manager says he died peacefully in his sleep following a brain aneurysm last month. He was 61. A judge in South Carolina handed down two consecutive life sentences to Alec Murdoch for the murders of his wife and son. CBS's Nikki Batiste. I sentence you for the term of the rest of your natural life. Moments before, the disgraced lawyer again insisted he did not kill his wife Maggie or 22-year-old son Paul in June of 2021. I would never hurt my wife Maggie and I would never hurt my son Paul Paul. The judge noted Murdahl's prominence in the community, saying the attorney had practiced law before him and that a portrait of Murdahl's grandfather, a former prosecutor, had hung in the courthouse before it was removed to ensure a fair trial. Murdoch's attorneys plan to appeal. In Vermont, the House passed a bill raising the marriage age to 18. Supporters believe the change would reduce domestic violence and unwanted pregnancies. Under existing law, Vermonters can get married at 16 or 17 with the consent of a parent. This is CBS News. There was this one time I went camping with my parents in a forest back when I was maybe like eight or nine. It was amazing. We could hear the sounds of the forest all around us. Frogs singing and owls calling and a creek nearby. I'll definitely never forget it. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org. WTOP at 403. 
Good Saturday morning. The weekend's here, everybody. We finally made it. March 4th, partly sunny with strong winds up to 50 miles an hour today. Upper 50s for the high. You're waking up to 43 right now. And a good Saturday morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 4 a.m. hour ride on your Saturday. Our top local story as we begin the ride with you this morning is a battle locally over uh, transparency in Loudoun County. Last month, it was, the Loudoun County School Board voted not to release an independent report into how the school system handled two different sexual assaults by the same student. We're now learning at WTLP this week that Virginia's Attorney General Jason Meares wants a copy of that. His office, to that end, has filed a subpoena, we're told, for the report. In a court filing, special counsel to Mayares says this morning the report is related to an investigation into former superintendent Scott Ziegler. Ziegler was fired, you may remember, from the job and at that time charged with three misdemeanors last year. The family of a 22-year-old man shot and killed locally by U.S. Marshals in southeast D.C. earlier this week is speaking out this weekend. No, he didn't have a warrant. I paid a bond for him to get out. Tiffany Scott was shocked by the news that her nephew, Alante Scott, was killed while deputies attempted to arrest him for a warrant. Y'all killed my nephew that was released from y'all custody. But after being released and paying bond, court documents show a judge issued a second warrant for Scott after he didn't show up for court last month. I need answers. We want answers, and I'm not going to stop screaming it until I get it. D.C. police say when deputies went to arrest Scott, he ran, pulled out a gun, then deputies fired. I want to know how I paid a bond for my nephew last week, and this week you slaughtered him in the streets. Cheyenne Karen, WTOP News. A traffic stop in Montgomery County leads police to thousands of pills. Now this morning, one person is under arrest on drug-related charges. More than 2,000 pills were seized Monday. The first batch of more than 250 pills was found during a traffic stop on Georgia Avenue near Randolph Road in Silver Spring. 20-year-old Marcus Carter was driving a silver Mercedes with two other young men inside. After pulling the car over, Montgomery County police officers learned Carter was in violation of his learner's permit. They established reason to search the car, found the pills, cash, a loaded gun, and items related to drug distribution. Detectives searched Carter's home later that evening and found 1,800 more pills and more drug distribution items. Carter is in jail without bond. The two young men with him were released without charges. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. WTOP at 406 Saturday morning, March 4th. The Senate could soon take an action. That has actually not happened in more than three decades. A vote to repeal a D.C. law. Lawmakers appear poised this weekend to approve a resolution next week that would block the district from adopting new criminal sentencing guidelines. More from WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller Saturday morning. All of the Senate's 49 Republicans, including Indiana's Mike Braun, support the disapproval resolution. The crime that we're dealing with here is rampant across the country, and I think it's an eye-opener, and this, hopefully, will sail through. Several Democrats now say they'll join Republicans in voting to block the D.C. law, which would lighten some criminal penalties. D.C. officials are critical of lawmakers who support the resolution, accusing them of undermining home rule. But with a vote likely next week and President Biden saying he won't veto the measure, there's little standing in its way. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Now, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser was with us here on WTOP this week. She says if the bill does in fact pass, it only makes her more determined to fight these four D.C. states. Let's face it, we have a Republican-controlled House of Representatives 
who have not been supportive or signed on for our statehood resolutions that have passed the House twice in recent years. So I think our focus has to be on continuing to protect our limited home rule. So until we get the political winds blowing in our direction again, with having control of the House and the Senate with people who support democracy for the people of the District of Columbia, then we're going to keep the fight ongoing. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser on WTOP Friday. Good Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We finally made it. March 4th, 2023. Glad you're with us. Time now is 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's check in now with Carlos Ramirez this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. Unfortunately, we are dealing with a closure already this early Saturday morning. The westbound side of I-66 is completely shut down if you are leaving D.C. and trying to make your way into Virginia here on 66 westbound. This is for you. All lanes are completely shut down for the accident scene and all traffic gets detoured onto exit 73. That should take you on to 29. It should be able to get back on to 66 rather quickly. I will say, watching the camera here, I saw several vehicles uh, try to stop, try to go over some of these cones, past emergency vehicles. Friends, I got to tell you, I know sometimes it does feel like the world revolves around ourselves. However, I do promise you that the person who was in that accident scene is having a worse morning than you. So anytime you see an awful lot of emergency vehicles blocking a roadway, I promise you, you aren't the exception. 66 between Manassas and the Beltway, completely up to speed. No worries there. I-95, I am counting two separate fender benders, one near Dale City, southbound 95, blocking the right lane there. I'm looking at the camera, and it looks like they're mostly over on the shoulder, but of course, they're crowding that right lane just a little bit. So do me a favor, step out of that far right lane, head towards the center or the left, and that way you won't startle anybody out there trying to exchange uh, insurance information. 395 looks good from Metzl Road up towards the 14th Street Bridge. No issues on the southeast-southwest freeway, 695 or 395. Uh, top side of the Beltway, looks like they are setting up a work zone outer loop just past I-95 should have two left lanes blocked there, or at least two left lanes are going to be blocked. Watch out, stay over to the right. Looking for a safe used car, Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Your Saturday will be all about the wind. Starting off on a cool note, but not overly cold. Temperatures actually rebound back into the mid-50s for the most part. Some areas a little bit cooler to the north and west, but a nice afternoon, with the exception of the wind. Winds could gust 40 to 50 miles an hour, and we have a wind advisory in effect through the 3 o'clock hour. Now on Sunday... Much nicer, a little breezy, but warmer. Highs in the upper 50s to near 60. Monday, beautiful. High temperature of 61. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. We're at 41 degrees in Manassas, 44 at Metro Center, 37 in Frederick, Maryland this morning, 43 in Holding. At our nation's capital, 4 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, March 4th. Welcome in. This check brought to you this morning on WTOP by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Coming right up after Money News on WTOP This Morning. A closer look at Fairfax police policies following an officer-involved shooting. I'm Michelle Morello. WTOP at 410. Money News at 10 and 40 on WTOP. The Federal Reserve is still committed to getting inflation down to 2% and will raise rates further this year. The average negative equity on a used vehicle trade-in is $5,500 now. Meal kit company Home Chef is opening its first East Coast location in Baltimore, and the production facility will create 500 jobs. The Dow gained 387 points in Friday's session. The Nasdaq rallied 226 points. That was 2%. 
Jeff Clabel, WTOP News. Still ahead this 4 a.m. hour Saturday morning for you on WTOP. Car of the future may be able to repossess itself. I'm Neil Loggenstein. Is inflation affecting local car insurance rates? This is Kyle Cooper. If you spend more time with your foot on the brake pedal than on the gas pedal, maybe you need to spend more time with us. The WTOP traffic team tells you where the problems are. There's a three-car crash on the Beltway. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th, around the clock. Only on WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. This is WTOP News. After last week's shooting death of a shoplifting suspect locally by Fairfax County Police, the department's policies are being put under the microscope. It was the police chief who called in a D.C.-based police think tank. Chief Davis said, not only do I want to look at what happened here, but more importantly is to look at the big picture. Chuck Wexler is the executive director of the Police Executive Research Forum, and he says they'll be looking for departmental trends. And it's looking at body-worn camera video reports. It's talking to officers. They'll also be looking at policy or training deficiencies. They'll look for immediate observations of things the department could be doing. Then they'll follow that up with a deeper report later on. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. If you buy a car these days, a new one, you got to make the payments, right? Well, one car maker is considering a new high-tech plan if you miss one of those payments. Ford has filed for a patent that would let a vehicle of the future repossess itself. If you miss a couple payments, the onboard computer system could disable your car radio or GPS. Miss another and the air conditioner wouldn't work. The autonomous car of the future could drive itself to a spot to make it more convenient for a tow truck to tow it away. Or if it costs too much to repossess it, the car could drive itself to the junkyard. No indication that Ford is actually planning to build or install the system. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Inflation is driving up car insurance rates nationwide. They are up about 13% right now. But in the D.C. metro area, we're actually doing a whole lot better than most of the country. A new bank rate survey finds Virginia is the sixth cheapest state for car insurance. Maryland ranks 17th. When you throw D.C. into the mix, our area comes out as the third cheapest place to insure a car in the nation based on local incomes and other factors. The survey finds that the annual average premium for car insurance in Metro D.C. is $1,711. That's $300 below the national average. Rates are up about $100 for a policy in Virginia this year and $40 in Maryland. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. The former mayor of College Park, Maryland, will spend the weekend in jail after being arrested on child porn charges. His bond review, originally scheduled for Friday afternoon, has been postponed apparently until next week. Patrick Wyon was taken into custody this week on Thursday. Wyon is married to an employee of Hubbard Radio, Washington, D.C., which owns WTOP. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Hey there, it's Luke Garrett with WTOP's DMV Download Podcast. Have you heard of Trank? Or what about zombie drug? Its medical name is xylazine, and it's showing up in Maryland's illicit opiate drug supply. 
This drug was made to put animals to sleep, but when combined with an opiate, it can cause flesh-decaying wounds. Tune in to the latest episode of the DMV Download podcast to hear how the state of Maryland is combating this emerging drug. We'll see you there. It's Saturday, March 4th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it 4.15 in the morning on WTOP. Glad you're starting your day with us. Good morning. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. WTOP News. Is it a major blow to the local economy? Amazon hits the pause button this week on the second phase of construction on its headquarters located in Northern Virginia, coming after falling profits and layoffs for the company, we're told. They just don't need the space yet. That's according to Amazon spokesman Zach Goldstein, who says there's capacity for 14,000 employees to work in person in Arlington. In June, Amazon plans to welcome 8,000 new employees into the first phase of HQ2, some 2 million square feet of office space known as Metropolitan Park. Sources say that the construction pause has nothing to do with the company's January jobs cut, nor is it indicative of future cuts. Arlington County's board members issued a statement saying in part, quote, we're confident Amazon remains committed to the second phase of this project and its benefits to the community, including affordable housing and the exciting partnership with Arlington Public Schools. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Fairfax County Public Schools already starting the hiring for the next school year, the earliest starts than in years past. Superintendent Michelle Reed tells WTOP this morning the school system expects to be fully staffed in the fall. We are thrilled with our current hiring efforts. Uh, We have had staff out at job fairs at different uh, colleges and universities. And we are thrilled with the caliber of candidates that are applying to be part of Team Fairfax. The county is hosting a job fair this weekend as part of those hiring efforts. There is no end in sight to the humanitarian crisis going on right now in Turkey and Syria, as you might imagine, after that massive earthquake last month. But locally, some Fairfax County middle schoolers with ties to the region say they still need your help. I know some places that got damaged. Cooper Middle School student Azra Topo lived in Turkey for eight years. She's part of a group of kids who have launched supply drives and fundraising campaigns to assist relief efforts in Turkey and Syria. I can empathize with my friend because it's really sad. 16 members died from her family. Khan, who's in seventh grade, says his great aunt was trapped in the rubble in Turkey. I think she like had like broken her shoulder. What happened? Basically, the whole building like collapsed. It all fell apart. The students have collected blankets and sleeping bags and have also raised thousands in donations. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Word this morning that Kellyanne Conway and her husband George Conway are apparently divorcing. Page Six reports that they've lawyered up and are hashing out the details of the split. The Conways have made headlines, of course, for years over their political differences. Kellyanne, as you remember, served as former President Donald Trump's first campaign advisor during the 2016 presidential campaign, while her husband co-founded the Lincoln Project at the time with the aim of keeping Trump out of the White House. The pair married in 2001 and share four children. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Where the time now is 418. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Carlos Ramirez is with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Indeed, I am. Thank you so much, Dean, watching the outer loop of the Beltway. And I do see a few Arrows trucks setting up a work zone there. It's the outer loop of the Beltway soon after 201. On your approach towards Route 1, Baltimore Avenue, just before getting over towards I-95, you will find them blocking the left-hand side of the roadway. So do stay to the right. So far, it does also look like they're setting up on the opposite side of the roadway. Uh, 
Oh, incorrect. Nope, just the outer loop. <laughs> My mistake. Outer loop of the Beltway. Just watch out for them over on the left-hand side. Elsewhere, if you're down in Virginia, the westbound side of 66 is completely shut down. Westbound 66 is closed. If you are leaving D.C. proper just across the Roosevelt Bridge, that's where the incident did happen. I did notice some smoke coming up, so there might be a, a vehicle fire involved here. The point is westbound 66 is completely shut down, and all traffic is actually forced to take exit 73. Not to worry. You are able to access 29 from there, and 29 can jump back onto 66 without too much trouble. I will say this. I'm, as I've been watching the uh, camera for the past few minutes since they shut this down, several vehicles have made the attempts to go ahead and drive around the emergency crews there. Um, try not to do that. Not only is it illegal, it is dangerous for not only our first responders, but for yourself. I saw some folks try to slow down and talk to the officers. Don't do that. The officers are just going to flag you on by. So, Follow direction if you could. It'd be very nice of you. Beltway traffic looks good. 66 looks amazing. Remember college? Five-hour energy got you through. The energized feeling you relied on back then still works today. Rediscover five-hour energy. It'll get you through again. Visit fivehourenergy.com. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. Storm Team 4 has been watching the rain move out of the area and farther to the north and east, and that means our Saturday is going to be a drier day. Still some wet roads out there now, so heads up for them. As you move on through the day, the big deal is going to be the wind, and a wind advisory is in in place across much of the region. That's why we have a weather alert continuing across our area. That wind advisory going until 3 o'clock. Winds could gust 40 to 50 miles per hour on your Saturday. Highs in the mid-50s for the most part. Sunday, though, much better. Point for a high temperature near 60. I'm Storm Team 4. Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now we're at 40. 44 degrees in Hyattsville, 37 in Fredericksburg, 44 Foggy Bottom, 43 in Holding, in our nation's capital. For the time now is 421. Good morning. Glad you're with us. The YMCA is just a starting line. For the true self blooms only when we find our purpose, what makes us tick below the surface. Why is the before work hustle an after school home, a section of my block, a corner to call my own? With my why, I stand strong, seen and supported all along. It's a million faces in a mirror, and everyone belongs. Find your why. Join today at YMCA.org for a better us. WTOP at 421. This is WTOP News. Anger this week from the Biden administration after Walgreens has decided apparently not to dispense abortion pills in nearly two dozen different states where GOP attorneys general have apparently threatened legal action. The White House says it's dangerous and just unacceptable. WTOP's Dimitri Sotis asked Alice Miranda Olstein, healthcare reporter for Politico, who broke the story, how shocking this decision is based on only the threats of legal action. So it's in some ways not surprising and in other ways pretty surprising. So we always knew, you know, going back from a couple months ago when Walgreens and some other big pharmacy chains, when they first said they would take advantage of new Biden administration rules allowing them to dispense abortion pills, they said all along that they would only do so in states where it's legal. So we knew that in the now um, dozen plus states where abortion is banned, we knew they wouldn't be dispensing them there. What's surprising and, and what I uncovered is that they are also holding off on dispensing the pills in a few states where there aren't bans currently in place, where it does remain legal. However, they have been threatened, like you said, by the Republican state attorneys general in those states. And they cite that sort of legal uncertainty as their rationale for 
um, not going forward with dispensing in those places. Can the White House and abortion rights supporters do anything to change this? You know, this this story, uh, we just broke up. There's been a lot of outcry now. A few Democratic state attorneys general have reached out to Walgreens to express their displeasure. The White House, interestingly, um, when they said it was dangerous and unacceptable, they were talking about the state Republican officials pressuring Walgreens. They weren't talking about Walgreens' decision itself. And so they they were saying that this kind of political pressure is um, unacceptable. Now, others have, you know, taken aim more at Walgreens directly. I've seen calls for boycotts. So I think this is going to really play out. And what's also interesting to me is the other pharmacy chains that have gotten similar threats from state attorneys general. They have not yet said anything. They have been completely quiet about what their plans are. So that remains to be seen. What are you hearing from abortion rights opponents who, number one, are very glad that uh, Roe went down to defeat last year and are continuing their mission uh, to remove access? That's right. I mean, they're really celebrating this decision. They, They feel vindicated. They have been mounting their own pressure campaign on Walgreens and other pharmacies. They're holding a bunch of demonstrations outside pharmacy chains, including in our area and in, in um, Northern Virginia um, and all around the country. And so they feel like their pressure campaign is working. And of course, the other side is dismayed that it appears to be working and is accusing Walgreens of you know, caving to this kind of pressure. That is Alice Miranda Olstein, healthcare reporter for Politico, talking with our Dimitri Seldes. 424, we'll check your sports scene next. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Saturday, March 4th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it 425 in Frankie's turn this morning. Maryland women's hoops advancing on in the Big Ten tournament, knocking out Illinois 73-58. So Maryland advances to the semifinals. will face off against Iowa Saturday at about 5 o'clock from Minneapolis. In the regular season, the Terps and the Hawkeyes split the two games that they played. NHL trade deadline came and went on Friday. Capitals did not make any more moves, but they certainly did make a lot of uh, things happen the last six days as they traded away five veteran players. The New Look Capitals will face off against the San Jose Sharks at 6 o'clock on Saturday. Wizards with a late afternoon game as they have a rare back-to-back with the Toronto Raptors. Just beat Toronto the other night, and they face the Raptors at 5 o'clock on Saturday at Capital One Arena as the Wizards are inching closer to 500. The Nationals beat the Mets 11-6 on Friday as the pitch clock is getting a lot of uh, publicity in spring training. Yeah, they had 17 runs, but the game only took two hours and 24 minutes. Tiger Woods is going to skip the Players' Championship Chip as he's getting a rest ahead of the Masters in April. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. 426 on WTOP. Do you hide or feel insecure about your smile? Are you tired of missing, broken, or painful teeth? Have you been putting off your dental treatment for way too 